Welcome to the By Every Word Bible Study Podcast, where once a week we take some time to look at God's Word, examine it, and apply it to our daily walk with Him. May you please have your Bibles ready as we begin our study now. Welcome back to the By Every Word Bible Study Podcast. Thankful for you tuning in this week to have this time we can study together and learn from God's Word with one another. We have mentioned in episodes past that we are planning to begin a group Bible study. That studio is being set up. Things are in motion to make that happen soon. We will try to get that started as soon as possible. But for the time being, we'll continue our study on the plan of salvation. And when I have any updates on that, I'll be sure to let you know. I do hope you are doing well. And I hope we can always remember that God loves us and that we love one another. And if there's anything I can ever do to be of help, please feel free to reach out to me via email at beachhilyouth at gmail.com or you can always comment below on the YouTube video if you choose to watch this on YouTube. Going back to our first two studies together, because this is part three in a multi-part study looking at the plan of salvation. In our first study together, we discussed how to even begin to talk about salvation and what the Bible says about salvation. We must first establish the fact that the Bible must be our only reference point to go to when we want to become Christians and looking at how we should live our Christian lives. Anything we choose to do outside of the Bible is, in turn, not biblical, and this can create potentially dangerous conditions for our souls. Then, in week two, we viewed God's plan of salvation in terms of what God has willed to do for us. Every single gift we are given in this life is given through the divine will of God, as established through the Bible. Then in our second study, again, we looked at how that scripture shows us the plan of salvation, and that this plan is of God, from God, not of man, or from the minds of man. If you have not listened to our first two parts of this study together, please do so if you would like to, whenever you find it convenient to do so, because as we will view today, this is kind of a continuation of those first two ideas, and we will start to dive into the actual parts of the plan of salvation. And today we're going to start to dive into that heart of our study, the the idea behind this study. And we'll view what the Bible shows us in reference to what God's plan of salvation is for those who want to become Christians. The reason we look at this, and we're so serious about this, is because salvation is a very serious issue. Salvation is an eternal issue. With that being said, we must make sure that what we say and do in regards to salvation is correct in the sight and will of God. Additionally, we must admit that salvation without the grace of God, without Jesus, and without Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection would not exist. God created this plan through His will, and we must follow what God says. New Testament Christians often sum up what is called the plan of salvation. If you've been following along with us the first two studies, you've already heard this a couple of times. I'm going to go through these, these parts again to this plan of salvation. They are as follows. First, you must hear the gospel. Then you believe the word of God, and then that leads to repentance of your sins. Then you will confess your sins, you will be baptized, and then you will remain faithful after baptism unto death. 
And I mentioned this in our first study, but by saying plan or steps, we're not saying that a person can ever earn their salvation. And it's always good to remind ourselves of that. Rather, we are saying that there are things that must be done to biblically gain salvation as God intended. Things are not done through us, but rather by us following the will of God. And all those things are made possible by one thing only, God, through His only Son, Jesus Christ. There is nothing in this life that we can do, think, say, or feel that could ever earn us our salvation. Salvation is from God and God alone, and anything outside of the will of God will not suffice when it comes to salvation. In this study today, we will be discussing both hearing and believing. And while they often do go together hand in hand, there is some differentiation between the two that we will evaluate together. Of course, without us hearing the Word of God, there will be no available method that will be able to save. Hearing, of course, can mean either listening to gospel preachers or maybe another podcast or listening to the Bible on your phone or what have you. Or it could be us reading the Word of God on our own. Think to the old saying, I am listening, but I am not hearing you. And this saying shows us that I physically hear you are talking, but I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm not paying attention. And it is possible for us or other people to either read or listen to a lesson without understanding it, or to read the Bible without understanding it. And the first part of the plan of salvation is for an individual to hear, and then through belief, they'll be able to understand it more. And one thing we will hear is that we have fallen short of God's glory. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 tells us, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So the first thing we must hear and understand is that upon reaching the age of accountability, we are all sinners. We have all messed up. And if we reach that age, our sin separates us from the love of God. Due to our actions, we have fallen short of God's glory. And of course, as we continue to read, we see that God gives us a way out of our sin. And we should listen, learn, and study to see what that way is. However, we have to have heard the word of God first. Also, it is important that if we listen to those who claim to be preachers of the gospel, that we take time to make sure they are telling us what is in the Word of God and not what they just want us to believe. We are to hear the Word of God and the Word of God only. Outside influences or ideas that are different from the gospel can deceive They can dilute the Word of God, and they can even endanger souls of those who choose to follow that outside influence as opposed to the Bible. Matthew chapter 17 verse 5 tells us, While he was speaking, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen listen to him. And this is a transfiguration of Jesus whenever... A few of the apostles saw Jesus beside Elijah and beside Moses. And Jesus was shining bright. And God said, this is my son. Listen to him. And we cover this in detail in our first study together. But as we go back to these ideas, it's also vital that we follow the word of God. 
And this reminds us that the Word of God and the life of Jesus is so important, isn't it? This is my beloved Son with whom I, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to Him. We must hear, but we should only hear the Word of God in heaven. John chapter 5, verses 24 through 25 tells us the following. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. Truly, truly, I say to you, a time is coming, even now has arrived, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. To be honest, we could have an entire study or more on these two verses because they are so full of very important information. However, for the sake of this study, we will focus on the fact that we are told to hear the word, believe in that word, and through this, eternal life is promised. Now, while some people may choose to use this to say that belief is enough, we know from the Bible that belief alone is not enough for our salvation. And while we will talk about belief in a moment, we are focused now on the aspect of hearing. Faith is the beginning of belief, and of faith, Romans chapter 10 verse 17 tells us that faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. Without the Bible, our faith would not exist. And without the resurrection of Jesus, our faith would mean nothing. Our faith is in that death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Our faith is in that knowing that victory has been claimed over death for all of eternity. And we see there that hearing comes by the word of Christ. So without the Bible, our faith is non-existent. Our faith stems from our roots of knowledge, not being in the minds and heart of mankind, but rather our knowledge existing through the blessing of the Scriptures, and the Scriptures being able to guide, guard, and direct us as people who want to live, as God wants us to live. In Romans chapter 10, verse 17, we are shown that we hear, and through hearing we have belief. Hearing and belief go hand in hand whenever someone is beginning to build faith in God and the hopes promised by Him in the gospel of Christ Jesus. The more we're here, the more we are able to believe and understand about the Word of God. However, if anyone argues that belief alone is sufficient, they must be reminded of what the Word of God says in James chapter 2, verse 19. There the Bible says, you believe that God is one, you do well. The demons also believe and shudder. Even the demons believe in God and His power. They believe in God and they fear God. So trying to say that that belief alone qualifies someone for salvation is preposterous. Belief is not enough. It is what we believe in. Sure, the demons believed in God, but do they believe that God will have eternal victory over them? Do they believe that death has been defeated and that because of love we are given eternal life? Do they believe in that victory of Jesus over the threat of eternal damnation? So with that being said, what is it that we believe in? 
John chapter 8 verse 24 tells us, Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am, you will die in your sins. John chapter 8 recounts a time prior to Jesus on the cross and his resurrection. Jesus, knowing this, tells those listening to him what will happen if they choose to focus on and believe in his holy word. For unless you believe that I am, the Bible says, you will die in your sins. But that unless there also means there's an alternative, doesn't it? And we see that alternative down in John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32, where the Bible tells us, So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, If you continue in my word, then you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. To know something, we have to be able to read it, hear it, or have knowledge of it. This knowing is able to set us free. What is our freedom for, and what does our freedom free us of as Christians? Of course, Jesus here is foreshadowing the coming salvation to those who have heard and then will believe that the Son of God was resurrected as God willed after his crucifixion on the third day. This truth is the knowing that the Son of God was the perfect sacrifice for our sins, and this knowing rests in the thought that God has given us payment for the toll of our sins through His Son Jesus. Now that we have heard, again, what is it that we believe? First off, as we have discussed today, we believe that God has a plan of salvation in place for us to be able to live with Him in eternity. For us, to have our sins washed away and be forgiven and be made clean through the lifeblood of Jesus. And all of this, of course, through God's will and through Jesus Christ. We also believe what the Bible tells us in John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And we see here that belief is vital. And belief being a part of the plan, but of course not being the accumulation or even the climax of this plan that God has for us, but being a part of the plan equal with the other parts of God's plan of salvation. As we discussed in our first study together, you cannot pick and choose what part of the plan of salvation that God has to be deemed the most important. They are all vital. You cannot pick and choose what you want to do, what you want to skip out on. You must have it all, and belief is a part of that plan. Belief, of course, if we truly believe that Jesus died for us, if we truly believe that God loved us so much that He gave His only begotten Son, then of course obedience is going to follow. This is why at times you may see just belief leading to what would be salvation, but of course not being the only part of salvation, just a part of the plan God has in place. And this belief is not based in fear, but is based in the knowing that Jesus did what he did because he loves us. God did what he did because he loves us. And today we are obedient and we do the will of the Father in heaven because he loves us. That freedom mentioned by Jesus in John chapter 8 is a freedom over death that we have. It is the fact that as faithful Christian, 
Christian's death holds no dominion and no power over a Christian's existence. Death is nothing to fear, for with death comes victory, and we believe that as well. We believe, of course, that Jesus is the Son of God, and we believe that through His sacrifice, salvation is possible. This belief, again, comes from the hearing and the reading of the gospel. Today, I hope we have been able to see the importance of both hearing and believing. This importance being the need for us as people who strive to live as God wants us to live. The only way we can fulfill this need is through biblical knowledge. Really, this lesson, as I mentioned in the beginning, is a continuation of what we studied the past two weeks. Firstly, the Bible being our base of knowledge, and secondly, the Bible showing us the fullness of God's plan. This plan is written out for us. This plan is perfect, and we have to understand that belief is vital, that hearing is vital, but as we continue on, those are just two parts of the full plan, and they are all equally as important. We must also repent and confess as we will study next week. We must also be baptized as we study in a couple of weeks. And we must also live faithfully as we will study in the coming weeks, Lord willing. In closing today, let us focus on the importance of our belief. And let us reevaluate our source of belief. Is our hearing biblical? Is our belief biblical? If so, let it grow. Let us all use the Word of God to come back to our study next week stronger than we were before. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope these lessons so far have been as beneficial to you as they have for me. The great thing about this is that in preparing these lessons, I also get to learn so much for myself and strengthen my own life. Again, if there's anything I can do to help you, please reach out to me through the email. I'd be glad to help you however I can. May God bless you and your family and have a great week.